Are you guys ready? Let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. One, two, three, on air. Whoa. So, <laughs> <laughs> the perfect start. Start off strong. Let's go. <laughs> Perfect start for the serious podcast. No, it's not a serious podcast at all. It's an experimental talk for for basically a thesis project, but I would also say to yeah, to just experience what is to record a podcast. So my name is Borci Jager. I'm studying culture, anthropology, sustainable citizenship at Utrecht University. And this podcast talk is, as I said, for my thesis project, which is really about change making. And change-making is a super abstract thing, maybe, but now here we will try to break it down, discuss different aspects, different questions all around it with amazing people <laughs> from... <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yeah, that would be us. <laughs> Agreed. Exactly. So with amazing people from the Young Innovators Program. What is this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> What is this program? It's an honors program at Utrecht University, and we are all part of it. And uh, we had the chance to discuss many things about change-making within the program. And after that, I also had one-to-one interviews with these amazing people. But now the idea is that we come together as a group, as a community, and, uh, yeah, we will bring our thoughts together and exchange ideas, and we will see what's going to happen. So... I would say let's start, but before any introduction or anything, I thought we could maybe share uh, with the listeners how is uh, the atmosphere here in the studio. So uh, let's do a little check-in. How do you feel, guys? What is the verb, one verb that describes the best? How do you feel now? So just share it, put it in the table. I'm intrigued. To be doing a podcast. Amazing. To being part of a podcast as well. (laughs) Wow. Never thought that would happen this early in my life. (laughs) Amazing. Feels very exclusive. Exclusive. Mm -hmm. Wow. Is that a verb? (laughs) A verb? Mm -hmm. It it can be like a word. So it can be like a verb, a noun, an adjective. Okay. Any word. Any word in the word. Okay. okay, so I was just thinking about verbs. So my wor- verb is uh, laughing. Laughing? Yeah, I'm just uh. laughing all the time now. And it's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the funny podcast, <laughs> podcast, but just us laughing the whole time. Yeah, that's, it's like an I'm, ASMR of laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a very... A fake laughing, honest. sorry. Actually, I just wanted to say that my verb, or word, sorry, it's honesty, but after that, <laughs> kind of is not honest enough. Yeah, we're off to a great start. <laughs> exactly. So this I'm is... just nervous. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to. As I said, it's an experimental thing. And yeah, we're just going to see what's going to happen. So um, so this is basically the atmosphere here in the studio. I'm, I'm really glad for this atmosphere. And But now, who are the people who are talking here? So let's go a little introduction round with all the basic things like what's your name, where are you from, and what do you study here at Utrecht University? And just to give a little twist for that, I thought let's share what, you, what did you want to become when you were 12 years old? What was your dream? <laughs> That is not an easy question. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> maybe I should have said it like before. You know, I think like favorite ice cream flavor. 
you can also share them if you want. Okay. So, so if, if you feel that that's more easy right now. Maybe if no. I want, want it to be. I want it to be an ice cream flavor when I was 12. No, no, I'm <laughs> joking. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, yeah, never give I up. I want it to exactly. be many things, so. Well, I have yeah. one clear answer, so I can start. Yes, All right. that'd be fantastic. Okay, my name is Nikki. Um, I'm from Uzbekistan, and I study... Also, cultural anthropology, same as Borchi, oh same God. program. What, what a, a coincidence! <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Um, yeah, so I'm doing the same thing as you, basically, at this moment in time. And what I wanted to be when I was 12 years old, I wanted to be a zoologist. Amazing. I told you that they're yes, not going to be yes, as well. I know, <laughs> I know. And it's. I think it's going to become up like animals and yeah, mm, yeah, no true, spoiler, true, no true. spoiler. Okay, so I am Merlijn and I come from the Netherlands and I study history and philosophy of science. And um, what I wanted to become when I was younger, um, I think when I was 12, I wanted to be either a writer uh, or a doctor, but that was more just I wanted to help people. So that was it, I think. Amazing. Super cool. And now? And my name is Tak. I come from the United States and Japan, I guess, and I study water science and management, and I wanted to be a professional American football player when I was 12. Then I realized that I wasn't good enough, for that at least. <laughs> so, wow. um, so yeah. you just decided to become an ice cream flavor instead. Exactly, yeah, <coughs> but wait, 100%. Really what? shift the focus. But like, what's the ice cream, ice cream flavor? Oh, my favorite ice cream flavor that I wanted to become when I was yes. 12? Just to, you know, don't leave Mint question. chip. Mint, Mint chip. chip, yeah. Mm. Oh, nice choice, nice choice. All right. So, and so as I said, I'm Borchi, and I also study culture, anthropology, sustainable citizenship. I'm from Hungary, and I wanted to become a journalist and a television host when I was 12. So mm. I'm kind of, yeah, it's <laughs> that. <laughs> dreams are coming. Yeah. yeah, like never give up. Don't right? let your so. dreams be dreams. <laughs> Exactly. So um, that was the introduction. And now, as we said, we will dive deeper into the topic of change making. And as I said, we will have a little focus that guides our discussion. So today's topic is really about change and me. So, I mean, it's not like me, like Borchi, but <coughs> change and like everyone for themselves. So you guys, uh, during the interviews, all of you really touched upon how important it is for you to have like a personal relation for change making. So change making comes, change making is something that comes from within yourself and, and with your motivation and with, with your thoughts and your ideas. So it's really like you and the change. That's basically the topic today. We will dive deeper with questions. But first, let's have a little warm up, I would say. So when I was thinking what kind of warm-up games, let's say, uh, we can do, um, I realized that it's really like it's a podcast conversation. The only thing we can use is our voice. So why shouldn't we try to express what is change-making for us only with one sound? It might sound a bit like crazy <laughs> i love your face like for the records like <laughs> surprised faces faces everywhere um really it can be any any kind of sound but and also you can elaborate on later if you want so it can be any 
surprising sound as well. Um, but yeah, that would uh, the sound that express what is change making for you. Silence. <laughs> <laughs> that That's can a, be yeah. a sound as well. So so if someone if that was someone's sounds like please tell us. <laughs> but oh. okay, I can go. Yeah. Nice. I love that. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go around and then everyone can maybe, uh, yeah, like explain it. Okay, I'll go. That was such a good sound. <laughs> Are you a bird? <laughs> Did you do that? What? Can oh. you do it again? That was amazing. It sounds like a drop. <gasps> yeah. in the, wow, that was, that was cool. All right. Okay. All right. For me, it's <laughs> all right. Nice. Do you guys want to go uh, explanation round, maybe? Hmm. Um, I did that because I felt like it was like a cycle. And it has like up moments of going up and then moments going down. And then, so yeah, it's like not very linear. So it feels like, yeah, things are always changing, but change is change. <laughs> things are changing <laughs> when you're implementing change. And the process itself is also very variable. So it goes from ups and downs. Um, so there's not really like a straight upward line to me. Cool. And I feel like it was very like calm and soothing so in my head a change needs to be that way sometimes for me personally <clears throat> awesome yeah okay um i've kind of like practiced that sound for like my entire adult <laughs> life <laughs> I, Sounded like yeah i know i remember hearing it once in like orchestra class and i just like turned to the person because they were like my partner for the stand I was like, how did you do that? And you just never told me. And so I just had to like practice it over and over until I finally got it. So it was like, for me, it was like changing the way I have to like move my mouth in order to produce this weird sound. Um, so whenever I like do that, I, it always puzzles everyone around me like it just did. <laughs> and so it like changes people's perception on like what kinds of sounds that your body can actually make if you just try. I love this story. Yeah. And also, like, big applause. I think, oh, like, thank you, you. Thank <laughs> you're really yeah. like, you do it once more. <laughs> this is yeah, I think there's actually a leak in the studio. So <laughs> to, the, right. to the three people that are ever going to listen to this. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, yeah, so for me, it was just, I feel like sometimes you make a change in humans need to go back to the basics and maybe forget uh, that one of those things is just breathe in and breathe out that our breath is so important and yeah I had to think about that when I had to think about change awesome mm -hmm. for me it was what kind of similar than like what Nikki just said but like this like sound 
it like represented let's say like your passion mm -hmm. and even when sometimes you feel like it stops or your focus goes to another direction because of anything in life I do believe that you know your passion will come back like all the time so and it's just like it's here again it's here again and it's here again and hopefully eventually at the end of not end of your life but like mm -hmm. you know like the bigger bigger part of your life you will realize like this is it I'm gonna I'm gonna go for that mm -hmm. so personal experiences and personal uh, topics triggered uh, my mind for this but this is really the topic today how your personal feelings your personal thoughts personal ideas affect change what is the relation between change and you so let's dive deeper into this discussion what is your story of change what would you say what is the topic that would really touch your heart when it's about change making <laughs> just jumping head yeah. first into it <laughs> yeah all right then. <laughs> i can i can ask like i don't know easier questions what is change making anyhow right that's actually i was while i was thinking what kind of questions i should ask first i realized like yeah we always talk about change making mm -hmm. as a you know we know what it is but actually what it is so that could be also a question we start with or or just really like mm -hmm. why how do you experience your personal feelings or involvement in several topics of change making I guess it sort of, for me, it depends on what the change is to, whether that be like a change in lifestyle or a change in perspective or opinion about like something that's happening or approach to life or like even something as simple as like waking up in the morning. How do you change that? I guess it just really depends on the situation. I think everything Every day we're confronted with the chance to change something, but maybe the like the motivation to actually enact such change is sometimes difficult. And I don't know, to really I guess it's hard for me to like firmly grasp what changes because it just depends on so many different situations. But I guess for me to like s define it simply, it's like something that for you is out of the ordinary that in order to enact it like takes some form of effort that is unfamiliar to you. Mm -hmm. You can also like bring down a, uh, an example or a topic that is close um, to your heart like yeah change making within this area. I, I guess i could start off like really simple it's like um i've tried to change my daily routine by like just like taking a cold shower instead of a hot shower <laughs> um for multiple reasons that are somewhat irrelevant to the conversation right now but just like <laughs> everything can be relevant just like something something <laughs> as simple as changing the temperature of the water can like really change so much in your your body how, how your body feels and just like how how you react to it and that sort of shock is kind of like an instantaneous change 
um, as opposed to something more gradual. And so that's something I've kind of tried to enact in my own life. And I think it's actually helped somewhat. Um, but it is kind of like equivalent to like getting punched in the face almost, because, but you're getting punched by cold water. Um, <coughs> but it's like get out of bed, turn on a cold shower, and it's just like wake up immediately. And I don't know. I think that's helped somewhat. But I think yeah, that's, that's like a, a simple, really good yeah. example, actually, now that I think about it. Because I also feel like as a person, I'm very like afraid of change. Like... I'm good with like implementing change or like being involved in like social innovation, like young innovators, all that. But when it comes to my own personal like life, change is like something that I am very like resistant to or I feel like there's a lot of fear and like uncertainty tied to it that I know like you can work to become like more stronger against and be less afraid. So then things like cold showers, I'm like, why is this something that I, like, force myself to do? Not showers, but, like, going into the river, like, in the winter. Some Like, every week I try to do that. And I'm like, why do I feel like I want to do that? And it's like, because I know I'm going to be uncomfortable, but I know I'm going to feel, like, so good after. <clears throat> and I feel like it's, like, training myself to also live by that in my own life. Because I know every single time that something changes, like, in the end, it always works out for the best. And it's the thing that served you in that moment and like you can always appreciate it in some way or another so it's also like being able to train yourself to be open to change and be more like accepting to change in your personal life and then also be able to like spread that to other things in life like in your university or in your job or whatever you feel like you want to put your effort into So, yeah, I feel like it's re very related to your own personal, like, feelings of change and how you respond to it can also help you understand what change making is, like, in the bigger scheme of things. So how did how did the <coughs> going to the deep, uh, the deep and cold river in the in the during the winter, how this helped you? Well, it made me yeah, like super uncomfortable um, in the moment but then super grateful for that like feeling of discomfort and being able to control how I respond to it and feel strong enough to keep doing it again and again, knowing like how difficult it is in the moment. So I feel like it's like a more personal development of like, yeah, this is going to suck for a bit, but do I want to keep doing it? And then feeling strong if you do keep doing it. And then, of course, there are other things like it's really like really gives you a lot of energy mm -hmm. and like um, is good for you and like it helps you be more mindful um, and focus on your breath more and other benefits as well. Yeah, <clears throat> I can also very much relate to this. And when I think about this, it also reminds me of like the, the comfort zone that we maybe have created in our uh, yeah, current society of everybody is maybe a bit in our own bubble and it can be comfortable but sometimes I think it's also changes going out of your comfort zone because otherwise it's just the day is as as the days in the past um, and when you do that indeed in the beginning it's just you're not used to it so it's very scary maybe or uh, yeah fearful but I think 
when you do it more often, and it's also from my own experience, which I can maybe share, you become a freer person and people become, they are just becoming bigger, so to say. They have a bigger space where and they can do a lot of things and be more free. And maybe this is also, I don't know, but maybe this is also just a way to become more free as a community in the end when every person becomes more free and more open um, <clears throat> so yeah I also did once uh, cold showers but um, not that often now um, but it's just also with other things that I experienced like for example when I was younger I when I had to call people, I was so stressed and I was so like, <laughs> oh, I have to call people, I can't do that. But when you do it more often, more often, more often, it becomes sort of normal and yeah, you, you're you just, oh, why was I so stressed then? And then I feel that's like you freed yourself from, from this and yeah, for me that's also change. So when change is scaring and you're a bit afraid, but you know that you should go outside of your comfort zone because in the long term, it's going to be like better for you. What helps you guys in these situations to really go out from your comfort zone? So what helps you to overcome this? Oh my God, I'm so scared of change. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, I guess I can. I was actually thinking about this question a couple days ago. And really for me, it's... I guess I was talking to a friend about it who was having difficulty with trying to like go out of his comfort zone. And what I told him was that it's better to just do it and face whatever potential consequences might be associated with it than to not do it and always be living with the regret that you could have. Like the regret that you could have done it, but didn't. And so I guess that's sort of like my motto <laughs> or has become my motto is um, if even if something seems to me to be out of my comfort zone to just kind of like say yes and figure it out and face whatever difficulties may come from it, you'll always, I think most of the time you'll feel satisfied that you actually like faced your fear and did it than to like back into what is usually more comfortable and just not do it. Have you experienced this, that you were more comfortable and then at the end you regret? Um, yeah, actually coming to this podcast, no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> good to know, good to know. So unfortunately, talk need to leave right now. <laughs> this is the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening. No. Um, Microphone four is muted from yeah. that. <laughs> I think I think I'd have to think about it because it's usually not like that. It's usually mm -hmm. not where I do it and then regret it afterward. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I might have to might have to come back to me on that question. All right, all right. Then until we go the next round, like with the girls, like what helps you to mm -hmm. really overcome? Like I'm, I like Nikki. You mentioned that yeah, change is scaring for you sometimes, in, especially within your personal life. Yeah. Well, I feel like for me the biggest challenge when making a decision that might change something for me in my life is like I just over like rationalize everything and I feel like I like this um the way 
I'm used to doing things is like really thinking deeply about what I want to do, like the pros, the cons, like really weighing all those things. Like, is this change that I'm going to do? Is it going to be worth it? What if I'm going to miss out on something that's even better? And then I'm realizing that this is such an unhealthy way of like making changes in your life or in anything. Or like it can be healthy, it can work for a lot of people, I think. But I'm also realizing that it's been really causing me a lot of like unnecessary stress and um, like, yeah, making the process so much more difficult. And I think that sometimes you just also need to, yeah, be more intuitive and like learn how to access that in for yourself. Um, because I feel like when you start thinking about things too much, you can just get like very uh carried away and like that's not how life works like the way the thing you choose is always going to be like the thing that should have happened you know in a way so when we try to control everything and feeling like we are the ones who are going to be deciding and choosing and yeah making the right or the wrong decision like there is no right or wrong decision and sometimes letting go of all of that just makes life so much more easy so i feel like yeah when it comes to change making Sometimes you also should just listen to something beyond like your brain. Just like try to feel it, try to like sense it. Um, all those things that we're learning at like young innovators, is, I think they come very handy in life um, and all, just make yeah you more kind of aligned with what you really want rather than what you think you should want. Um, but it's really difficult and it's like a process and I, I'm still like so far away from being able to live my life like that. But I feel like sometimes I catch myself still like going in these loops and loops and loops of like, what should I do? Um, and what is the best thing here? But then, yeah, I just sometimes I'm more aware of that and I'm like, okay, I need to stop. I need to put this in a box, go do something else. Um, and then all of a sudden, like I think about it again and I'm like, yeah, okay. I feel like I know what I want to do and it makes like, yeah, it makes the decision way more easy. So yeah, that process for me helps me in making changes um, or deciding, yeah, what changes I want to have in my life. What can I add to this? <laughs> 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 But yeah, I am very much relate. And also uh, maybe I can add that, you know, the voice in my head, it's, Overall, it's not kind to me. It's not saying like, oh, you're doing well or you're doing good. But I, over the last few years, I experienced there is also another voice, but it's very silent. And indeed, to get access to that, you you have to go out of your brain. You, you can't hear it when you are there. So uh, indeed, just meditate or do something, go into nature and then... I feel like you you can listen to that voice and that says you where you have to be and, and it can also say like oh you have to do that step and that can be very very scary but then you feel like yeah but it it's like it's another it's another tone it's another voice um which yeah which I have experienced is very much better to listen to so yeah that And when I know that uh, sometimes it's a bit difficult to know which voice it is, but if I know, I'm like, yeah, I have to do it. And then that get me, gets me over the border to do it, actually. 
All right. So there is a voice like intuition that like it's beyond your brain, as you said, Nikki, and and that can help you to guide through what kind of change you want. Right. So this is mm -hmm. something that you're saying. But what kind of practices would you say that helps you to, let's say, have access for this voice or intuition? Because like the so the idea of this podcast is really um, to have this let's say inspirational talks hopefully so from university students to university students who are maybe in similar situations that are thinking to do something to change something in their life or maybe on bigger scales um and yeah so i feel if only one person will be like oh that one thought was like inspirational or changed something in my perspective then i think we really did our best so in this mindset what would you recommend? Like, what kind of practices uh, help you in personal life, personal experience, or examples uh, to to say, like, all right, I get up from my head and I will follow that voice or my intuition. Yeah, I feel like and then it reminds me um, of Merlin's like sound when she did. It's like breathing. Uh, it's like. Um, for me, like sometimes I literally just stop in the middle of my day and I take a really long breath just to like, just to like reset a little bit. And it does so much. Like it's crazy how much like it can change for you in one moment. And yeah, I feel like that's definitely the one thing I would recommend because it's also so simple. Like everyone can do it whenever they want with whomever they want alone whatever and like yeah then you can also go further and like try meditation try yoga and like other things that involve breath work but for me that's like the one thing that I feel like you just take a deep breath um and it uh, automatically like brings you into your body calms you down uh, makes you more aware of like the racing of your thoughts um and helps quiet it down so yeah I find it really powerful and like really simple. So that would be for sure the one thing I would like recommend people to try. Cool. Yeah. Let's all do it right now. <laughs> if you want, we can. Yeah. One, two, three. I was really more like ASMR with them. Yeah. <laughs> but nice. I have to do like the little tapping thing. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, I actually. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I actually really resonate with the breathing as such a simple tool. And I also encounter like this, What I think what you're describing is type of like a analysis paralysis mm. where just like over over analyzing all that's happening around the world or in your own life or what's going on around you and for me it's when that whenever that happens i've tried to remind myself it's like yo dude take 20 deep breaths and you'll most likely feel better and it usually usually works and i think actually being a part of Young Innovators helped a lot because I think everyone focused a lot on just like breathing and talking and things that are as simple as that really made all the difference that I needed. And I guess another thing that I've tried to 
remind myself of is that you don't have to do something grandiose or insane in terms of change making every single day in order to like feel satisfied. And I think oftentimes we do get caught up in all of the difficulties in the world, whether that's reading news or reading about climate or whatever. And it's easy to get overwhelmed and especially so when we feel like we are helpless and like can't really do anything about it. And so just instead maybe taking small steps, achieve like small wins every day will eventually accumulate into something that will be very satisfying to you. So for example, to bring it out of the abstract is like, waking up, maybe taking a cold shower or first thing is like making my bed. And I know a lot of like self-help coaches say to do these things. And I think it's easy to just be like, yeah, whatever. But to actually do those, is like, it's small, but it's significant enough to where if you do those things and pile them on top of each other, they accumulate into something that can be described as a sort of a win against things that you could have not done. Cool. Yes. Nice. Uh, I also had to think about how to, how I usually maybe as a practice go out of my brain. I also sometimes just grab a piece of paper and a pen, only things you need. And then you're you're just saying to yourself, okay, I'm going to write everything down that's in my head now. And you don't um, d- put your pen off the paper. You just write, write, write till the whole, whole paper is full or also the back. You can also do that. And, and just... Don't think about it. Don't put your pen off the paper and just write. And then when it's finished, your whole paper is full. You just do it in the bin. And then you're also like, okay, this paper is now representing my head full of thoughts and I do it in the bin. That's also sometimes, yeah, I do it not often enough, but um, when I did it, it helped. So Yeah, right. Sometimes I, I have also the same experience that I know these good tricks uh cold shower or writing your thoughts on a paper and that's it but sometimes i just keep i forget to do it or it's just like you know the busy word around me it hard to hard to keep going right i don't know if you experienced mm. this but every time after that then i do it i always realize like oh yeah that was my problem that that it's always you know it always helps a lot so i should just keep going and keep going and keep going right yeah so yeah and um you all touched upon like the big things in life you know that's happening around us so do you it's a simple question but maybe not that simple like do you feel sometimes like hopeless in terms of all the changes around us that we like i don't know experience that we experience or that we want to see happen all right so if you are looking ar- all around in the world right now and you mm-hmm. see the word, do you feel hopeless? That's, let's say, the first qu- part of the question. But yeah, that's also a good direction to go. Uh, what kind of change then do you want to see? Um, um, for me, uh, you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, already. I mean, when I came here, I, I came with the bus and with the train and then I don't know what I see around me. It's just people sitting on their phones, not looking outside. Also, when the rain stops, they just start like, oh, 
is the sun there? They don't even notice if the sun is there. And then I'm like, okay. And nobody talks. And also when there was like the someone checking the cards coming by, uh, it was like, um, yeah, some people said hello, but it was just no eye contact with the people checking uh, the cards and the person that had to give the card. And I was like, okay, so this feels so inhuman to me. So already just when coming here, I experienced just... Um, yeah, things in the community that I wanted to see were different. Um, I would hope that people just look each other in the eyes when they someone comes checking by or people looking outside of the window or people chatting with each other or just looking if everybody is okay. Yeah. So that was for me, uh, yeah, in the small when I came here. <laughs> Um, in the big, yeah, I think you can take that line further to the whole community. And what I feel is that we are just isolated individuals. Um, we live in our own house, maybe with our own family, but there are just walls around us and, um, everybody has their own job and has to take care of themselves and I feel it's very individualistic most of the times and I think that a good change would be that we become more and more of a community and a whole and that we serve the whole and are also experiencing that we are part of the whole and that we have to take care of the whole and that the whole serves us in return. I think just that consciousness is a bit lacking in a society. Yeah, I very much agree with that as well. Like if I would think of the one thing that I feel is very present living in the Netherlands and like studying in university and like my life right now is like the thing that makes me feel a bit hopeless is like this is like the root of a lot of like problems that I see within the society, within connections between people, between what we prioritize in our life and what values we hold. Like it's this sense of self that is so strong that um that just makes you like so disconnected from each other and seeing things as as you said like as part of one whole thing and yeah i feel like that make that would be the thing also that makes me feel a bit hopeless because i also feel like the change that is required to change that is quite big and it it requires you to really go inwards and recha like change and restructure so many things that are rooted in how we were grown up and how we were conditioned and um, just things that take a lot of work to shift. Um, but at the same time, I can see young innovators and I'm like, wow, all of a sudden, like it seems much easier than I thought it would be. But then it again makes me question because I'm like, I feel like we're also in a bubble. Like we are very, like we can connect to each other in that way and everything. And I find that really beautiful. But I also feel like, yeah, we have created this like space for ourselves and we're still struggling on how to connect to like the outside world. Um, so yeah, I feel like 
it's definitely possible and it, it gave me a lot of hope in how things can be different but yeah I'm still like struggling with how do I make those connections with other communities that I'm part of that don't have that foundation of um, deeper connections with each other and being honest and vulnerable and like working towards a common goal in that way so yeah it's uh makes me feel a bit it, I wouldn't say it makes me feel hopeless though I feel like if anything I feel hopeful but at the same time really aware sometimes of like the challenges hopeful but concerned yeah <laughs> yeah Yeah, I guess for me, hopelessness used to be the maybe default or like the easy thing for me to fall back on because I think for me it was simpler to just say, oh, what's the point with everything that's going wrong in the world? First of all, what difference can I make? And second of all, even if I put my life's effort into trying to change something, will it really have that big of an impact? And that sort of pessimism is what would often drive me towards being maybe less motivated to do anything. And I guess that could somewhat be defined as hopelessness. But nowadays, I think I've kind of abandoned that because it's, um, I think it's easy to have momentary, like, hopelessness or depression or like um, dissatisfaction with your situation or the situation of the world and the current state of everything. And that said, I think that now it's, I think it takes some actual, actual effort to try to not fall into that trap and it takes some action to like um, look someone in the eye when they're passing you on the train or when they're sitting next to you and take some effort to go out of your way to have a conversation or takes effort to get out of this like bubble that we might be trapped in and talk to people outside of your comfort zone. But I think, like I said earlier, these like little winds of going out of your comfort zone are maybe what's necessary to I don't know counter this like wave of like helplessness that we might we might be feeling um I think also an aspect for me that really changed a lot in or pulled me out of this trap of pessimism was just something really simple was like whenever I'd be walking to university or walking around university, um, if I walked past someone, just say hi. And something just really simple and just like looking at someone saying hi or good morning was something that actually changed quite a lot for me that I didn't realize because people's immediate reaction is kind of like, whoa, why are you saying hi to me? But then they're like, oh, that's actually kind of nice. And then it kind of brightens someone's day to just be looked at and then be recognized and be talked to even if it's for an instantaneous moment that immediately goes away. But the lasting effect of that is like this moment of um, connection can make more of a difference than you realize. 
Yeah, and it's like a little community, right? Yeah. In within the on the campus, you know, you say hi. It has the feeling that because, for example, like uh, I lived in a small village in Hungary, mm-hmm. uh, basically like during my high school years, and uh, yeah, in the village, everyone said hi to everyone, but. In the town where my high school was, that was super strange. So I remember when I started to go uh, to my high school, it was like, oh, I just, you know, told, uh, like, I said hi to everyone on the street, and people were like, what, what, what are you doing? But yeah, in the in the little community, that was, you know, very normal. So mm-hmm. I like this idea, actually. Maybe from now then, yeah, we can just start. Also, I, like, that now that you say this, I noticed so much that, like, when you are, when I'm in the forest, like in Utrecht, And when I first started, started walking there or going for runs, like people would always like say hello and I would be like, oh, uh, hi. Like it would feel like really like, oh, that's kind of weird. Like I'm not used to it. Um, and now I'm like this, like it's like a common lang- like you co- everyone knows that for some reason when you're in the forest, everyone says hi to each other when so they're true. walking by or when they're running, like always. And when you're walking down the street in the university or in the city, like not at all. So then it makes me like wonder why, like, why is it when we are in that environment, we feel like we connect more to the people around us and um, have these like practices of everyone knowing that this is how you do things and you have to be aware of each other and um, show each other that you see each other. But in other places, it's like completely not there. Yeah. Do you think it's the environment then that is different? Well, I like def- I mean, said the environment. The env- oops, yeah, not destroy again. <laughs> so I meant the environment. Uh, like one environment is like really like a natural settings in the forest, yeah. and the other environment is uh, yeah. the city. Or I mean, yeah, for sure. I feel like nature changes a lot of things between people. Like it's just inexplainable fact. I think that it makes you more like. Yeah, less maybe in your head, maybe more like open to the world and the surroundings. And it makes you more like open to other people as well. So, yeah. And in a city, you're like, yeah, fast paced. You have this to get done. This is your goal. This is your destination. You're like on the move. Um, And in nature, it's like where you go to yeah, slow down and... I think then it's interesting to see that when you slow down, you're also more open to connecting to people. So, yeah, it's um, interesting to also try to bring that into other environments yeah. then. Yeah, but I generally grasp from what you're saying that like this idea of slowing down, focusing on yourself, and then eventually, as you said, uh, be more open to, to connections. This is really something that helps realizing what kind of what do you want or where you are first and then what do you want to change maybe and then yeah to to go on uh from these uh thoughts so like yeah slowing down really like self-reflect and and listen to your intuition yeah yeah i just want to say now i have to think about the breath like it's breathing in you go into yourself you what are my needs and then you can breathe out and connect and just express i love it i love this especially because i just wanted to ask like where would you put so if we have the connection within yourself and your thoughts and then the connection with other people so 
where would you let's say all right it sounds maybe like a bit more academic or something but if you want to really create a like a um how you say like a linear way of of change maybe or not the linear way that's not a good way to put it like we want to understand let's say yeah that's that's better so if you want to understand the connection between the different aspects of of possible like of of change making what's the connection between like change within yourself or your thoughts and yeah with the community all right this was maybe not this was maybe too 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 abstract question sorry mm. like let me know if that didn't make any sense because maybe i don't, I, I don't think it's too abstract no no no. all no. right so you, i think that's a really right, good then. question <laughs> um i feel like i experience this personally because when i um i don't know when i i feel like for me it was more like I'm more aware of like the, all the things that require change within the world. And then for me, that was like a very, this has changed so much within myself or like how I want, like the things that I felt like all my sh thoughts were changing, like the way I view the world was changing, the ways like the spiritual dimension was like very like big for me. And I was like, wow, it's causing a lot of change because the way I need to respond to all this, like changes that need to be made is like, I first need to change the way I handle like these things. So it like very, like all those things made me very, um, cause a lot of transformation, like on a personal, like internal level. And then it makes it easier to put yourself back into the world and realize how you want to like implement those changes. Because um, otherwise I just felt like you don't know what to do it's stressful and like you feel hopeless and now I feel like far from hopeless I feel like I can handle things better and I can also um, place myself in the system better to be able to like implement certain changes so like to give an example <laughs> to make it less abstract I would say like even for my own like field work and my research that I'm also doing a master's in cultural anthropology and Like for me, it was like, I need to incorporate these like new ways of being in the world of like uh, knowing that there's more to like nature than just this objective way of understanding it through science or whatever. Like there's more between humans and our environment that's like more like in tune with your intuition, emotion, spiritual spirit, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, that's really interesting. And I feel like it... Um, helps me make sense of the world and like see what kind of solutions there can be to reshaping our relationship to nature but i'm like there is no space for this within academia or i feel like it's very hard to be talking on these topics in higher education so then for my research i'm like i'm really focusing on that aspect because i'm like i feel like this is a important way to like look at the root of a lot of the problems and how we view the world and nature and our place within it So I'm like, in my research, I really want to show like that there is this other side that is also very important and it should have a space within academia as well. Um, so then it's like, yeah, it was a very personal change for me in how I view the world. But then I'm also like, I feel like it needs to be spoken about more also on an academic level because the way we study <laughs> about like plants and animals in my experience is very yeah reductionist in some ways so i'm like 
yeah, let's expand that a bit more. And I feel like it was very connected to my personal like change and also then putting that more into the outer world. So it was very connected to answer your initial this, question. This was, yeah, this was exactly. I'm so happy that you got the question and also really like a big agreement for what you're saying. So if, <laughs> but yeah, that yeah, so. I think she captured it pretty well. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. If I <laughs> Sorry. Good thumbs up. Right. Thumbs up. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> For the viewers, we are sitting here with the hands shaking the sign of the young innovator. Yeah. Yeah. This is really good for saying, yeah, so for the recordings and young innovators using hand signs are, are really common. And we have a hand sign like we shake our hands and mm -hmm. that's basically the agreement. Like, yeah, cheer, cheer for this. And uh, yeah, we were just shaking hands all the time. It <laughs> <laughs> should be a verbal sound for shaking hands, like a... <laughs> oh yeah, but imagine like you're talking and then <laughs> you just you're like <laughs> 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 yeah. That's how we have to translate it for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. But yeah, so in a nutshell, then you feel I really love Merlin your um, metaphor or your way to putting it. Like the breathing, it's like you focus on yourself. There is the internal change. You reflect. You try to find the voice of your intuition and then you breathe out and that's kind of like the connection and uh, yeah the impact of, of like what you can put on society so do you feel you have an impact on society I think impact can be very very small I think what we already said when we say hi to a person on the street that's already an impact so everybody has an impact when they are doing it consciously and we are just shaking hands again. So, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I would say small impacts, yes, definitely. Um, and also, mm, I think as also young innovators as a group, we have maybe an impact also, just because we are with all those person and we share so much and we learn from each other. And I feel like that's also a huge impact. And we all bring our experiences with us in our future lives. And those experience will experiences will be expressed in different ways. And in that way, we have an impact, I feel. Shake the hand, shake the yeah. hand, shake the hand. Yeah. <laughs> it's so interesting because like, if you ask me, it's, if you ask me this question, I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I'm making it. But if I, if I think of you, like you guys, I'm like, for sure they're making an impact. You know, so it's like, it's also, mm. I feel like all of us are making an impact. Um, I just have to also feel, believe in that myself, like have the confidence that any impact is, small impact is as valuable and important and that you don't need to change the world in one day to feel like you've made an impact. So I would say so, yeah. Take it small and keep going. I agree with that 100%. I mean think what's most important is having the confidence that you can't that you can't have an impact and it's like when I get asked that question it's like do I think I have an impact on society my response a while ago would have been like eh also like I don't know but now it's just kind of like hell yeah I can have an <laughs> impact and so it's just like having having like that shift in confidence that you can actually mm, enact like these small steps to just like 
impact the people around you and then whatever however that may propagate however those effects may propagate can potentially have like a really lasting impact on people that you may never meet may never interact with will never know will never talk to but the impact or change that you'll have on the people around you can have long lasting positive consequences that you may never see or realize the butterfly effect right exactly <laughs> yeah go with it forgot that what it was called but <laughs> 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 that we thing, are here yeah. to help each other right this is exactly, why yeah. it's good to discuss things in the community right yeah. so in the little group so that was actually a very good uh shift to my very final last question which would be again like i asked you guys uh during the the interview like i asked this question but now after this talk what would you say as an advice or lesson for people who also who would like to start a change or make a change in their life? What would you say as a lesson or advice? That's maybe a better word. I would say don't get caught up in everything that's going on around you as easy as it is to be overwhelmed, depressed, helpless, hopeless, and pessimistic, there is good that can happen. There is good going on in the world. You just maybe have to search for it and be open to it and be open to contributing to the good that can happen in your own life and the good that comes of the things that you change in your own life and then whatever effect it may have on society and the rest of the world and like don't you don't have to feel helpless and just have confidence and be open to things getting better i guess mm. yeah i love this for me, it would be that uh, just acknowledging that you are just great and that you can do much more than you think and have a much bigger impact than you think. Um, and just acknowledge that and be confident about that you are good as you are and that you are enough and that you are beautiful. I think that's also just a very, that's the most important, I think, before or even that is already a change. But you can, I think, only make a change when you're confident and when you think that you can make a change. So acknowledge that you're beautiful. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I agree with all of that. And to add anything, I feel like... Um, I want to assume that people know when they're doing good, doing something good and when they're doing something bad. And I know that it's like sometimes it gets blurry. Sometimes you don't have enough knowledge to know. But I feel like at the end, like just do good in the world and find your entry point into changing like the things that we all as people know are not serving like the planet and us and like that are obviously like not good 
just like try to see the bigger picture and don't try to like change the entire thing but yeah like find the entry point for yourself like it can be you can be in the tech world you can be an anthropologist you can be a biologist but like all of us can use whatever like we are to find that like entrance into doing more good to change the things that are really not serving our world right now so yeah i feel like just focus on what you can do with what you have and always try to see the bigger picture and get more knowledge of yeah what is happening and try to contribute and be a power of for good <laughs> rather than bad um yeah yeah less is yes. more take it small right so and yeah while we would have just <laughs> enormous endless questions about yeah but you know what if if some for someone something is good for another person is that's the bad and how can you navigate between the conflict interest and everything so all these kind of questions are still out there mm-hmm. definitely but yeah we will <laughs> we have the chance you know to to explore the, those maybe like in another podcast talk or 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 later but for now within this uh yeah like focus like as we started like changing uh and the personal environment involvements and personal thoughts yeah I, i really love these conclusions like acknowledge that yeah you you can do so much things and and so awesome things and for example because you are here sitting like you know around the table and recording a podcast conversation so <laughs> i don't know if you uh had these thoughts like i don't know half a year ago that you will do this but <laughs> now it's it's really happening and i'm really glad that you were here and just one actually yeah i have very one quick final question uh since we are talking about change making did you experience any kind of change within your perspective in your perspective right now after this talk so did you have any new insights let's say it's also fine if not obviously but did you get any new ideas that changed something within your perspective I mean, I really liked Merlin's like input on yeah, just the confidence you feel like just feel that you are valuable, you're beautiful and you can contribute. Like have that confidence in yourself and that can trickle down to creating yeah, social change. I feel like yeah, it's nice to c- see a connection between those very personal kind of things that you experience as a person individual to this like big societal um change that you can make as through that so that was an in- like i really liked that and then um, it was a nice insight i think from this conversation as well nice actually nikki i like what you had to say about um when you would go on runs and i don't know why that spoke to me so much but it was just like really interesting that i had never thought about how maybe when people are in nature they feel a lot more at ease and comforted by their surroundings and the openness that they have to the other people who are also in that same environment is something that we would like to translate and mirror in the rest of our lives and that what you You talking about your sp- experiences was really 
really nice in that regard because it actually made me think about something that I wasn't, I hadn't really thought about before. But now that I think about it, it's <laughs> like, yeah, I think that I've actually seen that as well, on multiple occasions, but never really connected the two <laughs> until now. Connections are being made. Yeah. Yes, exchanging ideas. Yeah, I actually wanted to say, yeah, not the same thing, but it also intrigued me just the, the relation that you touched upon between nature and humans and also what you said about that we study maybe nature also from academia in a just yeah reductionist way, as you said it. And yeah, I would be also just... I'm like, yeah, that that's true. And I would be curious about what other ways we can study nature. So that intrigued me also. Nice. I can so. share my thesis with you. With <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, for me, it was a very inspira inspiring talk. And yeah, I loved how you, talk, you said that you just say hi for people on campus. And yeah, I might start doing it, actually feels interesting to see like the reactions uh yeah and i also love like the breathe in and breathe out uh metaphor like to connect like the internal and the external uh change and yeah go for the non-human and thanks nikki for sharing yeah the the thoughts on that so thank you so 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 much guys for this thank talk. you Borchi, for yeah. organizing yeah. this thank <laughs> you thanks a lot and um, I don't know should we finish with a big deep breath mm. since it was really <coughs> yeah. yeah I also yeah insights, insights for me like I loved all the little practices you mentioned like the cold shower writing the breath the breathing so thank you and keep going so let's make one more mm -hmm. one big deep breath so Thank you so, so much for being here. And do you have anything else you want to add? You you can get used to it that that's always my very, 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 very final question, uh, as it was in the interviews as well, because I really don't want you guys to go home and say like, oh, God, I should have said that as well. So is there anything on your mind that you still feel like want to share? No, I definitely feel satisfied. Amazing. <laughs> yes, me too. Amazing. Just thank you as well. I just kind of have to say it, but YOLO. <laughs> that's, that's my entire philosophy on life. Just to really end it on a high point. Amazing. The hashtag. The, hashtag yeah. YOLO. Hashtag YOLO. That's yeah. the entire summary of my contribution. Now We're you can free. stop the recording. Right. I, I, thought that, I thought that you will do the sound again one more time. But. Oh. Mm -hmm. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. I think I'm exhausted. <laughs> was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For, like, yeah, it's, it was, it was just perfect. Thank you guys so much, and uh, yeah, thank you for anyone who's out there listening. This mm -hmm. hope you get like some new insights as well. Subscribe, and, uh, subscribe, and like, and everything. <laughs> yeah, like, share, subscribe. <laughs> Hashtag Come back next week. <laughs> Amazing. So yeah, and uh, enjoy your day. And uh, you are beautiful, right? Everyone who is out there, everyone who's here, we are beautiful. And keep going. Bye, bye, bye. Bye. Peace. <laughs> so this is a thing in general at the end of each podcast conversation. So here we go as well. In case you have forgotten, 
This podcast conversation is part of the thesis project of Purpala Jagger, who is me, who, who, who. And um, so it is in connection of uh, the Culture Anthropology Sustainable Citizenship Master Program and the Young Innovators Honors Program at Utrecht University. And thank you for all the support of my supervisor, Emanuele Fantini. And also a big, big, big thank you, huge thanks for all the guests who were here from the Young Innovators Program. And also thank you for the listeners who were there. Hope you get new insights and yeah, always explore life and enjoy your day. Bye bye.